Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. What's up, thought criminals? Darren Wisely here. Welcome to Base Liberty. I'm just thrilled to be with you today. We do have a lot of new people the past week or so, so for those of you who are newer and you don't know, I made this show to get the truth out there and just cut through this false tiny little Overton window the media pushes. I do get censored for it. I've had several YouTube videos taken down already. Sure, there will be more in the future. Social media posts, all that kind of thing. When they only play one side of the narrative or they only allow it to be discussed, that's when you know they're giving you a pile of crap. If what they're saying about COVID and all this fear-mongering and, oh, everybody's dying, we got to mask up, save lives, lock your business down, you're not essential, the vaccine, and if all this stuff's so true, then why don't they allow the other side to discuss their position? Why don't they allow honest debate, let them hash it out, let both sides present their case, and then let people decide for themselves? Why don't they do that? Oh, that's right, because they'd get demolished. If I came onto their show and pinned them down to a position, I would absolutely annihilate them. No doubt about it. I would hand those idiotic talking heads their lunch. And anyone who listens to this show knows I have countless facts to back that up and would do so. And anyone who listens to this show who possesses these critical thinking abilities, as I know you guys do, and has the information, as I've shared with you, and you can get other places too if you look for it, Well, you can do the same. It's no special skill I have. I'm just a nobody. Uh, Imagine if they brought in a real doctor, one of these people who's speaking out against all this. Well, they can't because it would blow up their whole narrative. And that is why I appreciate you guys tuning into this show so much because it's a way to get all the facts out there that conveniently don't get reported. And that's why I think episode 60 took off like it did, because I showed about two dozen facts they don't even address about the vaccine. They just don't touch them. If the masses had all of the information, like the information I shared in that episode, the narrative about the vax would be so incredibly different. And even supposedly conservative media, well... When they talk about the vaccine, they'll say, well, it's up to you, government shouldn't mandate it, blah, blah. But they still won't touch the cold, hard truth that these big pharma companies who Fauci's in bed with are serial felons. You see, they're too milk toast to give that kind of inflammatory language and actually detail the risks involved. And for that, they're playing into the game of who should decide the vaccine, should it be forced, no it shouldn't, blah, blah. But they're keeping the discussion in this little box. Of course you shouldn't be compelled to get a vaccine. The fact that that's even a discussion is completely Orwellian. But if people knew the risks, like I've shared, then you wouldn't have all these idiotic Karens 
running around just imposing, oh, did you get your vaccine? Look at my selfie with my vaccine. You wouldn't have that because so many more people would know the truth. Now, you might have some, but so much less of all the virtue signaling and just all the stupidity. So in that regard, I think these shows, even the ones supposedly conservative, they're doing a big disservice by not really digging into the full details. So check out episode 60 if you haven't yet. So much good info in there. I really, truly think you'll enjoy this one. And share it with your friends because you never know. It might wake them up too. If you are new, I do thank you for tuning in. I think you'll enjoy today's show. It's on a similar topic as 60 was. And if you've been supporting me, I greatly appreciate you. You can find all my social media links at basedliberty.com, name of the show, so you don't have to look everything up individually. And you can support the show there, which will take you to my Anchor or Patreon links. Two ways to do it. For as little as $2 a month, you can join a community of people who are standing up against the sheep and the insanity going on. For 10 bucks, you can get a free shirt or something else from the store. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there, so you want to check that out. Whether you want to support this show as appreciation for the time it takes me to make this show, or if you just want to help so that I can use these resources to reach more people so we can change minds, it's a good investment, and look, and it's less than a Starbucks cup of coffee. The end of the day, we have to support like-minded people dedicated to getting the truth out there. I say it like it is, I let the chips fall where they may, and I'm so glad to have the support of people like you. And today's episode will show that people can make an actual difference when they stand together for the truth. So please consider supporting. If support does continue to grow, I will put more content out there. It's just a time-consuming process. So right now I'm doing two, two episodes a week. could always get up to more. If you can't, I get it. Uh, we're looted constantly, but it doesn't cost you a dime to share this with your friends and get people to pull their heads out of their asses that way. I'm sure they have their mask on while their head is all the way up their rear end. <laughs> so since you guys liked all the data I gave you on the vaccine, I kind of wanted to continue on that topic, but this time on the implementation process. And all the way back in February, I predicted this vaccine passport concept before they were even using that term. That was in episode 44, I believe. And since they started talking about this passport thing, I did do another episode. That was 54. So those are some to check out if you haven't listened. Today I'm going to expound upon that. This episode is based on something else Tank Girl sent me. She's been killing it lately. I got it. Well, not in the way Whitmer and Cuomo have, but she's been she's been awesome, uh, sending me some good stuff. So thanks, Tank Girl. This video, it's a California civil rights attorney. I want to play it for you guys because I really like her fire. Some people say I get kind of animated at times, so I feel like I can relate to her on some level. And I respect anyone willing to stand up against the mob. So supposedly the Orange County out in Comey, California, their school board was trying to remove parental consent for them to give children the COVID-19 vac vaccine. Had to put that in air quotes. Um, I'm not going to cut her off and discuss in this. It's only three minutes long because I think she's really good and I think just taking it as a whole is awesome, but I'll give my thoughts on it afterward. 
I am informed a meeting occurred between Orange County Health Officer Dr. Clayton Chow and Orange County Board of Education Superintendent Al Mahars, during which time they apparently tried to find a way to, quote, sidestep and entirely remove informed parental consent for the COVID vaccine and also turn Orange County school campuses into vaccination centers. The COVID-19 vaccine is an experimental medical protocol authorized under the Emergency Use Authorization Act. And as such, you cannot mandate it for anyone, nor can you sidestep informed consent. There is a reason that kids cannot smoke, drive, drink, have sex, vote or die for this country. And it is because the law says they lack the capacity to understand those decisions. And that applies here more than ever. Hear me loud and hear me well. We will not be morphing our school campuses into COVID vaccine centers for delivery of an experimental medical protocol that killed every damned ferret in the last animal study they did until such time they had to abandon that study. And then, and then they didn't even do the study this time around because we are the study. The last time humans launched a plan like this to conduct experimental medical protocols on vulnerable populations was in Joseph Mengele's direction. He was an MD known as the, the angel of death. Okay, and he was part of the SS and in 1943 he was assigned to Auschwitz where he saw an opportunity to conduct gene research, quote, focused primarily on children with no regard for the health or safety of the victims. This is off the internet, you can Google it. You know what else is gene research? Experimental COVID vaccines with the trans gene inside of it. If you don't believe me, go pull the EUA application for the J&J &J shot. I come from a long line of Eastern Europeans, Hungarians and Romanian groups, groups that fled the persecution of the Red Terror Communist death squads in the early 1900s. And those of us who didn't make it to America ended up facing the Nazi death squads in the lesser known Holocaust that was the Romani Holocaust. There is a reason my daughter is named Katia. Her Romani great-grandmother was Katarina Choma, and I, for one, have not forgotten the lessons of our history. The Third Reich did not end with experiments on children, nor when those children died. The Third Reich ended in 1946 when we put the doctors who committed these human experiments on trial in Nuremberg, and then we put them to death. It ended with the adoption of the Nuremberg Code, so we would never repeat the sins of history. And it states, and I quote, the voluntary consent of this human subject is absolutely essential. Dr. Chow and Dr. Maharish, you are hereby on notice. Last week, you appear, appear to have knowingly hatched a plan to sidestep and or violate international, federal, and state law, not just the Nuremberg informed consent language, but also the black letter law of the EUA, as well as California state law, which punishes, and I quote, the willful failure to obtain a subject's informed consent by imprisonment in county jail for one year or the imposition of a $50,000 fine or both through the planned insertion of experimental gene-altering protocols onto the very children you were elected and charged with protecting. And tonight we are asking the Board of Education for an immediate letter of censure to these individuals. And if they don't resign for an immediate notice of termination, you and that letter also that. needs to go to the professional boards because they have no business being in these positions. So help me God, the people of Orange County will hold this policy to account. Your time is up. I'm aware. Thank you. Thank you. Your time is up. I'm aware. <laughs> Love that. So she's exactly right about the experimental protocol, and that's something I discussed in detail in episode 60, so I'm not going to dive into that. I did think it was really interesting what she said about the ferrets. They all died, um, and then they just didn't do it again. I mean, that's what these people will do to game the system to end run it around and, and get it solved by any means necessary. And we've seen instances like this time and time again. If we can't do it by the process, well, we'll just change the process. That makes it a lot more convenient. <laughs>
main takeaway I want to get from this attorney is this informed consent that she just nailed. As you can see in here, supposedly this Orange County School Board was trying to remove parental consent to give children the COVID vaccine. And they kind of danced around the issue whether they were actually doing that or not. Uh, I certainly wouldn't trust these people, but I'm going to give some more context. Let you decide that aspect to yourself. But regardless, it's something to be on the lookout for. And obviously this attorney was very adamant that they were. And on the issue of informed consent, you can't just vaccinate someone without consent. And a minor can't consent. This is obvious for buying certain drugs, alcohol, medications, tobacco, lottery tickets, sex, the military. Just like this attorney said, there's an age of consent, just like when you can bind yourself to a contract and make those adult type of decisions. You have what they call legal capacity. And if this is the case where they're trying to waive parental consent, then there's no consent at all because these high schoolers or kids that are younger, I mean, unless they're, you know, maybe junior seniors of the age of majority, there's no way for them to do so. So the only way to give consent is to have a parent or, or legal guardian give consent for the children. Just like if you have kids, you take them to the doctor's office, you sign the paper for them, right? Same kind of concept. It's absolutely ludicrous to think a minor could consent to being vaccinated. On its face, it's, it, I mean, it's just laughable. It's so insanely illegal. But any semblance of the rule of law has just been completely thrown out the past year in this Orwellian COVID era, as we're all well aware. But this concept of informed consent has been literally recognized for thousands of years. Informed consent requires a doctor to explain the risks and let the patient, patient decide, not the doctor deciding, not the government, not some idiotic bureaucrat. The patient decides what they put in their body or not after learning the risks and the potential benefits. Giving someone a vaccine without their consent, that is a battery. Again, this is well established. Back to 500 BC with the Hippocratic Oath. If you're into US history, check out Ben Rush, one of the founders, he was a doctor. He talked about doctors respecting a patient's informed decision. In the mid 19th century, you had a lot of writings about this from the American Medical Association. They're talking about informed consent. Washington Hooker, he's another guy. But all of this stuff has been well, well established. And they're just trying to turn these well-established legal principles on their head to push their agenda. So this is kind of the full context of what Lee Dundas, she was the attorney who was speaking in that video. It's up to that day. And this is uh, from the Epic Times, April 8th. Hundreds of patients gathered at the Orange County Department of Education, April 7th, over concerns COVID-19 vaccines will become mandatory for students without parental consent. During a regu regularly scheduled board meeting, more than 100 people spoke out against a widely circulating claim that Orange County's top doctor would force public school students to be inoculated. However, the OCDE, alongside Orange County's top doctor, have said there are no plans to do forced vaccinations on children. Dr. Chow, that was the gentleman she referenced in the video, said it's far from the truth. 
Uh, Dr. Chow said treatment for children is California state law. A health officer cannot go against the state law, he told reporters during a press conference. I certainly do not have the authority to take away parental rights. I've never believed in not involving the parents. Well, of course he doesn't have the authority, but who knows if these people try to do it. That's the concern. Chow's comments were preceded on April 7th by a rush of comments from Orange County parents who used the board meeting to speak up about their concerns. One of the parents played a clip for the board from an April 1st Zoom call between Chow and Orange County Superintendent of Schools, Al Mahares, which is circulating widely on social media. In the video, Chow said the vaccine is 100% effective for children. We're going to need your support to educate our kids and our parents that they have to accept the vaccine because I feel very strongly that without the vaccine, we have no way out of this pandemic. So this is where the rub starts to get in for me. He's saying it's 100% effective. Well, we know that's obviously not true from everything I've showed you. In previous episodes, anything you can look out, a hundred, I mean, it doesn't say, oh, it's mostly a hundred percent effective. They were actually trying to do this and now they're backing off. I don't know. But when they're, they're spreading completely false propaganda like this, I mean, I'm not going to trust uh, these fools as far as I can throw them. So more on this meeting, uh, many parents accused Chow of saying that schools cannot remove their COVID-19 safety measures such as social distancing social distancing and mask mandates until children are fully vaccinated. Chow clarified that to return to normalcy, the population as a whole must become vaccinated. I strongly believe that we need to achieve herd immunity through vaccination in order for us to get out of this pandemic, but I don't know how does that fit into all children getting vaccinated. I don't know where that came from, he said. Dr. Jeff Bark, a primary care doctor and co-founder of Orange County Classical Academy, said his school will never be a vaccine center and we will never vaccinate a child without parental consent. Bark questioned the vaccine's use in children since it is not approved by the FDA and they are being used under emergency use authorization with limited safety data and no long-term safety studies. The parents of Orange County will not stand for this. So that's another thing this Chow guy said. I mean, he's saying, no, we're not going to get rid of parental consent. But he turns around and says, to return to normalcy, the population must become vaccinated. And he also says it's 100% safe. So he's kind of dancing around the issue. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're removing informed consent. It could just mean they're going to force kids to be vaccinated to go to school or do have any semblance of normalcy. But again, that's a coerced vaccination. That's mandating you take it if you want to engage in society. And again, uh, the fact that they're trying to pigeonhole people or coerce them into taking it is downright disgusting, especially with all the risk involved, I've said. And especially, let's get back to the main point so we don't lose our center of gravity here. What's the odds of dying from COVID? That's where the rubber meets the road. First you have to get it, then you have to die from it. But oh no, we're going to take this experimental procedure for you to have your kids in school. Bravo to Attorney Dundas uh, for speaking out. She is very eloquent. I, I hope you enjoyed that clip of her. And this brings something I want to share with you guys. It's kind of a white pill. I hope it encourages you somewhat. 
This was on April 28th. So Orange County's vaccine verification plans on hold. Orange County's proof of vaccination plans have been temporarily paused, health officials said during an April 27th Board of Supervisors meeting. The county was previously planning to provide the public with an optional vaccine passport through a smartphone app. The initiative will not be carried forward until supervisors vote on accepting an amended contract with Composite Apps, Inc. The board could decide to remove the electronic vaccination validation option or reject the contract altogether. During an April 13th meeting, supervisors were faced with 215 public commenters who shared concerns about the system. The rush of comments came after Orange County Healthcare Agency Director Dr. Clayton Chow said the agency planned to create what was originally called a vaccine passport. The voluntary system would allow residents to request a scannable code on their smartphone to show businesses that require proof of COVID-19 vaccination. The board is likely to continue its discussion May 11th. What they're trying to do with this passport thing is a QR code that you scan and Chow said that the vaccine verification will be on a digital platform. The QR code will change every time it's scanned, so it can't be duplicated, unlike a piece of paper with the code printed on it. Supervisors again face public speakers, this time about 65, who argued that the passport would take away freedoms from residents who make a personal choice not to be vaccinated. They also accuse the verification pro program of tracking residents. Is there any intention of tracking folks? Wagner asked Chow who said no. Wagner asked, in the vaccine, we heard about an injection of a tracking device. Is that being done anywhere? Chow replied, there is not a vaccine with a tracking device embedded in it that I know of exists in the world. Supervisor Lisa Barlett had a different approach on the matter, saying people need to be worried about smartphones tracking them, not the QR code. There's no track and trace, Bartlett said. It's not big government following them around. Yeah, I'm sure. I think people need to realize that relative to if they have a smartphone, they're already getting tracked. Well, that's true. They can track you if you've got a car, it's got a black box in it, the insurance companies and the auto manufacturers, they can figure out where your vehicle is uh, if it's stolen for insurance. So, okay. But the fact that they are delaying uh, this vaccine passport because people decided to speak up and get involved, I mean, that's a good thing. Now, will they ultimately prevail? I don't know but they're at least pushing it back and hopefully they continue. And that's kind of what I wanted to say to you guys is I know a lot of what I say might seem like doom and gloom, but I'm just getting the truth out there. Someone's got to say it. And honestly, I'd just rather know the truth personally. It, it Even though sometimes it's disturbing, it does bring a lot of peace because then you have a lot better understanding of what's going on. But the reason I wanted to share this is it shows that getting together with like-minded people can make a difference. You know, people going to their school board meetings, city hall, county commissioner, you know, Penny doing it all the time. Awesome, right? So you get together and you say, we're not going to stand for this. And you say, oh, well, that's out in Orange County. That'll never happen here. Well, you know that's BS. I mean, would the lockdowns in 2019, oh, they're going to lock us all down. Not in the USA. And here we are a year later, 15 days to flatten the curve. It's been almost 14 months. Can happen here. Can happen in a rural community. Can happen anywhere. But you stand up. You get with like-minded people. You don't take it. Draw that line in the sand. So that should encourage you 
get out and do something and share the truth and wake up more people. So the last thing I wanted to share related to this story throughout that the past month, this is from April 30th, Orange County woman's death after vaccination spurs concern from family. Remember, it's 100% uh, safe for children. Now, this isn't a child, just, just to be clear, um, but it's 100% safe for children and this Dr. Chow, just like so many of these other medical jokers, thinks everyone needs to be vaccinated before we can go to normal. Let's see how what happens here. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the death of a woman who died just days after she received her second dose of the Moderna vaccine. I talked about Moderna in episode 60. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the death of a woman who passed away several days after getting her second Moderna vaccine. The family says the mother and grandmother was healthy before she got her shot. Her sudden death was a shock. The son worried his mom died because of her second Moderna COVID-19 vaccine dose. A conversation with, conversation with staff at the OC coroner's office raised red flags for Richard Cardenas and his family. They made it seem like this was not the first call they had. OC assistant chief deputy coroner Brad Olson says that's right. Olson tells Eyewitness News a handful of deaths including Griselda's, are under investigation because they happen one, two, three days. These deaths happen one, two, three days after the person got a COVID-19 vaccine dose. Cardina says his mom was a healthy, outgoing, hardworking mother and grandfather. Richard says, happy, smiling, always telling me she loves me. The day after a second shot on April 14th at a CVS, she complained of unexpected side effects, chills, body aches, and a fever. She looked very pale, and she said she was just tired. She was going to go home and sleep. Two days after her second dose, her family said they found her dead in her room. I'm very, very worried about public safety because now it's just like if my mom passed away, how many other people are going to pass away? If our doctors recognize something anywhere during the death investigation process that would lead to public health or public safety concern, we would immediately raise those alarms through our Orange County healthcare partners. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. So that that's a very sad story. I feel really sad for this family. And it's very concerning, of course, that, that the coroner seemed like, you know, they'd seen this before. Um, that's got to tell you something. But again, these people, oh, it's completely safe. You're a tinfoil hat if you even question it. No. If you can question it, then let us question it and tell us why we're wrong. Go face to face. Oh, okay. We're not going to do that, are we? So that's the show. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope it encourages you to take some action. We all got different roles to play. It might be going to meetings and speaking up, or maybe you don't like speaking. Just go there and support someone. Be there. Make your presence known. For others, just sharing the truth. Share good content with your friends. We really got to take action. That's why we need to stick together. That's why I appreciate you guys so much and I'm so thankful for your support of the show. And I do have an incredible announcement. I'm, I'm just ecstatic. I'm so pumped. Got an awesome guest coming on next week's show. And I'm so pumped I can barely hold it in, but I'm going to. Maybe next episode I'll give you a hint on who it is. But that's all I got today. And I wanted to get the full kind of context of the story, get some good info to you guys. 
And I will be back later this week with another show. So thank you and take care.